Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Let me welcome in a friend of the show. He was once a lowly radio guy like us. Now he's a big-time TV star. He's one of my favorite people. He's Chris Cotter from the ACC Network. Good to see you, buddy. Sorry for uh, stepping on you when you first came back on here. I'm new to this. I, I didn't realize what I was supposed to do and when to, when to shut up when the music starts. Have no fear. Brian Hoyt is always on top of it. We never have anything on the air that's not supposed to on this show. Clean. Always. Uh, good to see you. Likewise, man. Good to see you guys. How's life? I, I said this when I first walked up. Chuck, this guy has not aged in 20 years. I mean, I'm being serious. Look at the gray hair. What are you, you talking about? You look exactly like oh. you did when we used to do cheap seats. The cheap seats. Yeah, even the one thing, the glasses, his eyes were shot as a fourth oh, I was grader, blind so. even then, yeah. So yeah. he's always had the glasses, That's true. Too. I was just, you know. No LASIK surgery for you. Haven't been able to get that deal it's, it's it, you not, know, in 25 years doing talk radio? No. I've been offered it many times. My eyes are so bad. I, true story. Oh. Doctor goes, you, you're, we can't take the chance of messing up the good eye. <laughs> That's how bad well, my eyes are. So, yes. I always have that fear. Like, I need to yeah. wear glasses when I call a game because I can't see far away. And I feel like if I go in, I'm going to be the one-tenth <laughs> of one percent that has their eyes totally screwed up. People feel, if, I think if they do it wrong, it feels like someone's stabbing oh. you in the eyeball for the rest of your life. And they say, sorry, we can't reverse it. That's sorry. It. Yeah. I don't know what's happened, but after I turned 40, like, the eyesight has gotten to a point where driving at night, you better be careful around me. <laughs> Do you think some of it is like looking at computer screens I'm and sure phones, phones. Our adult lives? Because I feel yeah. like I looked at one, I looked at screens so much that when I turned 40, 45, things oh, just started to go. I have no doubt. The one biggest area that this is a different man turn off than the turn off you worked with and remembered is, for instance, tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday night, Sunday, Tuesday noon, Wednesday, whatever. He don't go out ever. I'm hobo. He don't bounce. No, he don't stay it. out. No. He don't. Well, you've been a family man now that's for exactly how long? Right. Uh, uh, so many years. Cotter knows when. Rain. Yeah, when that went out, didn't work out very well for me. So I'm better off at it home. It was a different lifestyle. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. We could talk. We could tell stories for we, hours. We could. Hoyt doesn't believe it. Hoyt's like, I want to see the old man. I go, No, you don't. No, no you really don't. You don't. The I don't want to see the old man. <laughs> it would be the word bounce. You yeah, would man. start at Dantana's. Yeah. Hey, let's bounce. Where? Up the sidewalk to the palm. Yeah. Hey, let's bounce. Where? That crew you used to run with. You know what? You know what that bounce led to yeah. you know, have my stuff being taken away. Don, Big Ray, Cellini. <laughs> I'm better off at home. I'm safer there. Uh, Cotter, let's talk about some actual football here. Uh, and I, I want you to be dead serious with me. How concerned are you right now about where the program is? We're getting ready for the spring game tonight. Jeff Collins in three years, three wins, three wins, three years, uh, three wins. He's telling us progress is being made, but we're having trouble seeing it. What yeah, do you see? Well, uh, at least when you talk to him now, I think he kind of says... Look, we've been hearing a lot that he took on an impossible situation. We all agree on that. It was really going to be difficult. It wasn't going to be a quick fix. But I think he's finally getting to the point now where he says, i got to have W's to back it up. I've done everything I can to change the culture here. I've done everything I can to, to add excitement to it, maybe to put some spotlights on it so that the local kids and, and kids are going to want to come to play here. Fans are going to be excited about it. But now all those things are in place. Now it's got to translate into W's. And at least I think he, he understands that as much as anybody that – all, all the stormtroopers on the sideline and, and, you know, the Easter Bunny coming running out with the team, all that stuff is fun. But if it doesn't translate to W's, it's not going to work. And I'm concerned, just like any other Georgia Tech alumnus or fan would be, you just haven't seen it. And I thought 
you know, when they were three and three last year, Chuck, I thought that maybe, okay, this is where you could turn things around a little bit. That North Carolina game, is that a pivotal game for this program? You thought it might have been. Just like you thought the Florida State win to open the season two years ago was, they don't seem to take advantage of those pivotal games, though. They went on the on the downside after that North Carolina game instead of using it to go up. Yeah, there's no mystery. I mean, three, three, and three, as you said, Matt. He's got to win, and he has to win this year, and it can't be nuanced or whatever. He has to just have more wins. Do you, you think he's going to get more wins this year? Have you seen that schedule? That's murderous row. You mentioned an interesting perspective, though, because you actually got into this place and graduated. It ain't easy, and, and that's... I went to big state school, and I got a fine diploma. It's just not the same as, you know, Wake, Tulane, Northwestern, whatever. The transfer portal to me... I think it's a trap at most schools. What about with the academics at Georgia Tech? Because he has to win this year, and the portal is available. You know he's going there at the end of May. I think it's even a more of a trap at a place like Tech. You do, it, because it's hard to – It's not, not when you get in, it's hard to stay in. Yes. Is that sort of the thinking process? Kids come in here and they realize how tough it is, and I've got to deal with the academics and the football side of it for three, four years, however long I'm here. I want to go somewhere else where I can focus a little bit well, more on football. Saying, him bringing in like six or seven guys at the end of May, beginning of June, and saying, by the way, get used to the academic culture here, learn the playbook, you've never met well, any of the coaches. that's 100% going to happen. And we got a game in three months. Are you looking? You'll see tonight. I mean, they like Hassan Hall, the kid they brought in Louisville. from Louisville. And he, I saw him last year in a game. He was explosive. And I thought, this kid's, this is solving their problem now. With Hawkins going to the NFL, this is solving their problem at tailback. And I think he had nine carries the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah. So he's a little bit of a mystery. Talent-wise, it's all there. And then Dante Smith. But after that, they need a running back. I mean, they need to go out there and get one right now. And if I'm a running back in college football, I look at the situation here, I'm going to get carries. No. You know, I'm going to be able to come right in. Same with receiver. No. I mean, oh, gosh, yes. They're waiting on Leo Blackburn to get healthy, and he looks pretty good, but he won't play tonight. They expect him to be 100% by the fall. But they like their slot, their slot backs like Nate McCollum and Malik Rutherford, but they need a big receiver on the outside. Why not come here? Why are you yelling? I'm excited about this I, I game. Like it. No, I've been I, doing baseball. I'm I've been right. doing lacrosse. Chris I'm Connor, I've about a chance to I, I talk know. about football. I like your excitement. Did you ever think you would be getting a paycheck to call lacrosse on TV? Is that not never? The, like the only other thing is cycling for you, right? Have you done cycling on TV? No, yet? I had an opportunity and I, I couldn't make it work. What do they? Yeah. Uh, what do they give you to do lacrosse? You mean like payday? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm under contract. I'll do whatever they ask me to do. I mean, if they want me to do a tiddlywinks competition, I'll be like, fine, where is it's it? July 4th, Nathan's? I'm going. No, I'd, I'd do Nathan's in a heartbeat. I'd love to do that. Chris Cotter with us, uh, ACC Network, ESPN. We're live at Georgia Tech. Let me ask you the real question. How much did it hurt to see Georgia win the title? Um, it didn't bother me that much. Are you telling me the truth? Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. Okay. It, it didn't. It didn't really. Bother Have you me. gone soft in that respect? No, I, they just they deserved it. I mean, it. it oh, don't me, give me that. Res- no, how well, did it? Did. Fe- how did it make you feel? Uh, I didn't. Like I'm telling you, okay. I, honestly, I All didn't. Right. I didn't feel one. Thing how would you have felt 20 years ago? Would it have been different? Uh, yeah, I would have stabbed myself in the neck 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, it, it, I really think you, you grow out of having it mean that much, okay. don't you think? Yeah, when you meet people like, and I'll just use George as an example, when you meet Mark Richt or Claude Felton, or like, how are you going to hate those people? I hate Georgia. Yeah, that's an eighth grader. Are you saying that? Yes. Think about this. Tom Crean, he's really one of my good friends, was the basketball coach there. So how could I not I go visit him? How could I hate on him when you don't? You just you just realize you that don't. 
Look, they deserve to win it. They were the best team in the country. All right, no, you've said too much. How much better is TV than radio? Tell me the truth, because I, you know, I, I lost my TV gig a while ago. Like, how much better is that lifestyle? The the catering, the hotels, the, <laughs> like how? Because I know what it's still like in okay. radio. We're trying to we're we're trying to we hover around every nickel and we don't let anybody take it. It has been a while for you. I get it. Uh, I'm Chris Cotter, not Chris Fowler. Okay, <laughs> the catering, the private jets. <laughs> It's not the lifestyle I'm living. He's got a rented Chevy Cruze in the parking lot across the... <laughs> Correct. I mean, I'm still living a, a very similar lifestyle. I actually like doing games on radio more than on TV. Tell the story. Paint the yeah, picture. Yeah, TV, you, you need to constantly tell yourself to shut up. Like, you're talking right. too much. Lay out. Let the pictures tell the story. Radio, you can paint the picture as much as you want, you especially like, when it's a Would a you like Andy Demetrius' job? Do what job? Would you like the uh, tech job? Would you take it from Andy Demetra if it was, I mean, if they said to you, hey, it's yours if you want it, would you name a price? Well, I've heard enough coach speak in my time to know I, I don't want a job that somebody else has. <laughs> Boy, you have gotten politically correct over the years. Look at Connor. We, we have got, heard it all before. Go back because when you left 790 and went up to New York, that was like your first, like you left Atlanta, boom, New York, you were the Mets, basically yeah, the clubhouse reporter. dugout reporter. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's that, not an easy gig at all. It's not. And the, Tom Hart did it here for a while. Kelsey's done it. But doing it in New York is a different deal. But you did this in like 06, 07 Yeah, 2006. That was, I don't want to say trail, but nobody did that stuff back then. Yeah. Like, it, what's your job description? I don't know. Nobody's ever done it. It really was, and it was like... Just sit in the stands. And, whatever you see out there, do. Like, Don King was in St. Louis, and I went to get a haircut with Don King, and we <laughs> shot that, uh, we got that on TV. But you I and was, Willie Randolph had like this adversarial relationship, No, right? I think Willie was just really, I mean, Willie grew up in the, uh, you know, the Bronx Zoo. You know, in New York. So he knew that the media was really tough and he had a lot of pressure on him. And so he always thought the media, he was a little bit cagey when it came to opening up to the media. So I'd ask him a question and sometimes he would just stare at me for a while. <laughs> and of course, there's 40 other members of the New York media there and I'm holding the mic up. Come on, Willie, give me something. Answer. Just You're the guy that sits uh, in the stands and talks about how good the new cheeseburger is, right? Right, right. Yes, You're the okay. one with that chili dog in your head. <laughs> You're asking a serious question about my staff. Meanwhile, you're sitting there, and you got Al from the Bronx sitting behind you, this freaking guy here. He wants to know, you know, he wants sports. And you're this doing... freaking guy from Atlanta. <laughs> All right, can you hang out a couple of minutes? Yeah. All right, front office Los is going to pop in. Somehow Dale Murphy's going to get into the middle of this. We're going to have Willie from the Palm. It's going to be like every – no, I made that – we miss Willie to death. Uh, we're going to have Cotter hang out with us. We're live at Georgia Tech. Uh, it's all happening, and we're on Deshaun Watson. Watch. Don't move. Spring is here, and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
Our buddy Chris Cotter is with us. He's going to have the call of Georgia Tech spring game tonight on the ACC Network with Roddy Jones. For those who don't know, and I feel like maybe we didn't do a good enough job, Cotter, because, I mean, you're a big name and you're a big star, but I feel like maybe we didn't explain to the audience we have a long relationship with Chris Cotter dating back. You and I probably worked together for the first time in 1998. Probably, yeah. When they looked at us and said, we have nothing to fill on the weekends. You two idiots. we got to fill time. <laughs> you guys go do four hours. I don't know that we had commercial breaks. I don't know that we had listeners. <laughs> it was literally like, how, how much time do we have to kill in between Ike Newkirk in the morning <laughs> and some gardening show afterwards? I Just, mean, it, it, four it, hours. it was it was guerrilla radio. It was there was we didn't have the Braves at seven ninety, but we had the Braves post game show. What do you call it? Extra innings. Oh yeah, I got to host that one. That was fun. For you sure, did that one innings. too, right? Yeah. Let's confuse the listeners. Let's post our own post game show, and we'll have different hosts. Hold on. And, so I got to host that thing first. And we had a board op guy named Bob Bells. Do you remember Bob? Oh, yeah. One of the Bob. nicest guys ever. Picture Mickey Rooney. Uh, he was like 85 yeah. years old. Sweetest guy around. I would get an interview once in a while post game. Somebody would be in there and they would get us an interview. Tom Glavin. Oh, this is great. They'll play it tomorrow. We'll get cuts. I'd say to Bob, can you make sure you send that to the morning show? He'd look at me and go, I, I didn't record it. I'd say, why? I, I didn't think about it. He was the sweetest man in the Couldn't world. Get mad at him. I mean, you really could. You don't know you two. I don't know if you can work the equipment. The the first time I talked into a radio mic in Atlanta, it was you two. It was the little fake segment I did at the contest at ESPN Zone. They had Cotter and you, Matt. Y'all were in the back room doing like fake segments off air with people who were running through the contest. Why would they give us? By the way, we're here, here's put- why they wouldn't. Here's why they gave us. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I've got to rub elbows with the elite of Atlanta. You two guys go over there and handle this. It's a Saturday. You think you're going to get me anyone a, sat- a Saturday? When I was your age, when you were my age, you owned a radio station. I'm going to the Palm. Willie's meeting us over there. You guys handle this for the I, rest of the day. I just think back that we were trying to come up with a way to, you know, somebody was going to win. They put us. Yes. As you the- guys vet. These comp, uh, the competition and tell me who you think is deserving. We're like, all right. Y'all were the first level of screaming. <laughs> it was like, if you don't get these two guys, and turn if off. You guys can't be, if you can't be better than these two guys, you've got no chance <laughs> in this business. Oh, we saw some guys that day. People were dressed up in costume. Do you remember some of the, like, oh. the degenerates that came out for... You want to be an AM talk show host on a 28,000-watt directional signal? Come on out. Oh, yeah. It was living the dream. It really was. What a, what a time in Atlanta. A lot of times you got, wow, this is a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Like, of course it is. What do you think? We're not, we're just schlubs coming out here. We're pros. Dude, well, back in the day that we were, I was talking to Miller Pope about this. Like, we had newspapers open. I mean, it was like, yeah. it looked like something out of the 1950s. Oh. No no technology, Here's nothing to help. Yeah, there was no Camino com- would print out 5,000 sheets every <laughs> single show. There was no commute. There was no computer, no monitor, no, no anything actually in the studio. So every commercial break, Domino would go to the prep room in the back, yeah. and I'd hear that fans start running on oh, the yeah. printer yeah. as it would crank up the first time. The dot matrix printer printing so, out another fi- ream of paper. The other part of us when we were at 790 was, I mean, we were the redheaded stepchild because Star 94 is in the building. Yeah, they were a real company. No, not, they are thriving in a way that yes. I've never seen a radio station time, and here we are getting in the way constantly. Steve and Vicky are burping up money, and here we are just in the way, steak yelling but, at Matt Edgar. But I want to say, well, say they were a real What's company. That? They... <laughs> They were a radio station, and they employed a bunch of radio professionals. 
Steak and Andrew was like, if you want to try it, try it. Go out there and do it. And so you would walk into the break room where, like, Star 94 employees had the refrigerator and the microwave. And Andrew Sauce would be on the phone there making business deals. Yeah. That was our office. That was it. The worst, the biggest nightmare for Star 94 was, you know, Alanis Morissette would come into the studio and we would say, hey, why don't you stop by the sports talk station on your way out? They would be like, no, please don't let her go in So there. true. Britney Spears would pop in. See if you can get Britney for a second. It was like they got I talked a, about it last week. Elton John would show up in his pajamas. Do you remember this? Elton lived behind us at... Uh, Whatever that big condo Power was. Place. Backstreet Boys are in there. We'll just take two of them. Can we, can we get two of them out here? We were on me, you, and Domino one afternoon, and all of a sudden I look out. Lisa Loeb and Dweezil Zapper in the they hallway. They came in, and they were great. Get him in here. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, you yeah. name it. But we talked about this, Cotter, and we'll, we'll, we'll move on after this. I've never worked in a place where there were more grown men fighting with each other. Like, I'm talking legitimately had to be separated at times. Chuck and I got into a brawl one night so bad that the next day, the, Mark Canoff, who was the head of Stardust, was taking oh some gosh. executive on a tour, and, and Chuck and I had to be restrained from each other one night. And the next day, we had to have a sit with, with Steak. What? Like, it, was like a, it was like a sit. It was like a mobster kind of a sit. And I can tell you where it started. Matt Shaw versus Charlie Whitehurst. That led to a fight. <laughs> what a great reason to it fight. Was a, it was a fist fight. I we saw, had yeah, well, what straight. do you know? So you had the Chuck Oliver, Chuck Smith having to be separated at one point. I had Wolverton and you at one point, Domino and Wolverton. I mean, it was every day the no test. Question. That place, forget locker room. That place was just insane. Like, it was just bulldogs pitted at each other trying to survive. It really Look was. Look where we are now. All it, it really was, all those hours together. Oh. I mean, that's the thing. You're yelling and screaming Correct. at each other for four hours every single day, and you get the dog days of summer. Oh. I know you guys are still living through it where you're like, what are we going to talk about today? We've actually done a better job. Once we went through the pandemic and there was nothing, if you couldn't get through that, now now anything else is easy. Oh, yeah, is yeah, easy. you're right. At that point, everything else is easy. All right, Cotter, it's a pleasure, my Guys, man. great seeing Have you Have a great always. call tonight, Thanks. ACC Network, Roddy Jones and uh, Chris Cotter. I say, I say this and I mean this. I love you. Likewise. There he is. Tonic love. <laughs> Chris Cotter, ACC Network, kind enough to stop by. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 